Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Who are the top prospects to stash right now? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, April 22nd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris Towers. Let's start with the top five prospects to stash. And number one, Matt Mervis. He's doing Matt Mervis things. He crushed his fourth home run of the season on Thursday night. He's got more walks than strikeouts so far this season. Chris, I just don't know how much the Cubs need to see from Eric Hosmer before they pull the plug and call up Mash Mervis. Yeah, I mean, Matt Mervis has now played 75 games at AAA. He is uh, he's a little older, 25 years old, just turned 25 five days ago. Happy birthday, Matthew. Uh, he's hit 19 home runs with 39 walks, 50 strikeouts in those 75 games. He's hitting 291 with a 960 OPS. That was actually before he homered uh, on Thursday, so that'll be even higher. Yeah, I, I don't know. The Cubs are getting almost nothing from Trey Mancini and Eric Hosmer. Hosmer is very much not an everyday player at this point in his career. I, I think he's barely a major leaguer, frankly, at this point in his career. So this is one, you know, we've we've seemingly got like one big prospect call up every week. And Mervis seems like a pretty good bet to be the next one. Or it could be this next name, Brandon Fott, because Madison Bumgarner was DFA'd by the Diamondbacks. Fott went out on Thursday night, had his best start of the season, seven shutout innings with eight strikeouts. He's 42% rostered, so still widely available. The only issue here, Chris, is earlier on Thursday, the Diamondbacks announced that Tommy Henry was being called up and that he would start uh, in Mad Bum's place the next time you know Bumgarner was supposed to pitch. So... I don't know. Do you think Brandon Fott has now forced their hand with this amazing start on Thursday? Yeah, you know, you said or Brandon Fott, and my response is, ¿Por qué no los dos? Why, why, why don't we have both? <laughs> I, I would love to see both of them get called up. I'm a little more skeptical on, on Fott than a lot of the fantasy industry seems to be. You know, from from what I understand, the stuff is not like overpowering, and, and it's more like a an advanced command control type of profile, but like he had 218 strikeouts and 163 innings in the minors last season. He had a sub one whip pitching in the PCL, which is incredibly difficult to do if you know anything about that uh, league. So yeah, I'm very excited about it. I, I think like a Tyler Malley type pitcher, mid three ZRA, a lot of strikeouts could be the outcome that we see for Brennan Fott. Mm -hmm. And a question I keep getting, Chris, is Mason Miller or Brandon Fott? Which one are you going with? Well... <laughs> Brandon fought through 163 innings last season. Mason Miller has thrown 44 
I believe, since being drafted in 2021. So I really like Mason Miller. He looks, I mean, we've gotten Spencer Strider comp. His stuff, the the stuff plus metric that's on fan graphs that Eno Saris uh, helped develop, I think so far he is behind only Jacob deGrom and Shohei Otani. Among major league starting pitchers, it's one start, but it's a stat that tends to stabilize very quickly. The problem is he might not even throw 100 innings this season. So I wouldn't drop Mason Miller to pick up Brandon Fott, but if both were available, I think I would prioritize Fott. I would prioritize Fott as well. It's the innings and the team context. The Diamondbacks are just going to be much better than the Oakland A's as well. Next up, we have Sal Freelich, who could have gotten an opportunity with Garrett Mitchell going on the IL with a shoulder injury. The problem is that Freelich is now dealing with a thumb injury. So maybe he's delayed a little bit, but you know, once he heals up, Chris, I, I think we could see Freelich with the Brewers. Yeah, sounds like it's not a super serious injury. And, and this is a very, very contact forward profile. There's a little bit of pop there. You know, maybe, you know, he can get to 10, 15 home runs, but He's played 61 games at AAA so far in his career. He's 23 years old, so he's not old for the level at all. He's at 335 with 22 strikeouts and 280 plate appearances. So, yeah, the, this is a, a type of player who, if he gets the call, could make a big impact in, in batting average, certainly, and potentially stolen bases as well. Think what Nico Horner has done so far this season. Think of what Stephen Kwan did last year. That kind of potential is, is there. And the last name that I want to mention is Tanner Bybee, who is with the Cleveland Guardians. They recently optioned Hunter Gaddis back to AAA, and uh, they're going to need someone to fill that spot. Theoretically, they could, you know, call Hunter Gaddis back up, but Bybee has looked amazing, you know, dating back to last season. So once Brandon Fott gets called back up, I think that's the next pitcher that we're going to be focusing on, Chris. Yeah, he's uh, Bybee has had some control issues early on at AAA this season, but that's never really been an issue for him before. He is 24. He hasn't thrown a ton of innings, so it's it's one of those situations where it's like, how do you balance getting him ready with you know whether he's already ready now? Um, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting skill set. 11.3 Ks per nine last season in his first full season as a professional. I, I think there's a lot to like there. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash 
the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.